0: What's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Heating Up Podcast, episode 25. It's me, the best co-host out there, actually just host today, Andrew Gibson. I'm by myself. Weston's in Mexico enjoying his post-graduation. Luke is in South Carolina handling business. So it's just just me today. We're going to talk a little... NBA before the playoffs heat up, and then we're going to get into the MLB, which is what I really enjoy talking about, but we're not able to on here a lot. So, guess what? We're going to jump right into it, but first I'd like to thank our sponsor, Street Juice. Shout out Mox, go get some Street Juice in ya, and then okay, listen here, blog, listen here everybody. We got a... Dynasty Fantasy Football League coming up. We have four spots left. 10-team league. We already got six in it. 25 to enter. 225 to the winner. Go to oklistenhere.com to sign up for the league. And my man Dawson will take care of you over there. All right. Let's jump into it. We're going to start off with the NBA. So moving in to the later half, actually quarter of the NBA, where the big topic is these play in games. So, right now in the East, I mean, the Sixers, Nets, Bucks, Hawks, Heat, and Knicks are in the top six right now. And then it cuts off, has a cutoff line at the 7, 8, 9, 10, which is the Celtics, Hornets, Pacers, Wizards right now. Now, only two teams have clinched for these play in games it's the Hornets and the Pacers. Celtics have not clinched. For the playing games, because they still have a chance to move up into the top six. The only people that have clinched in the top six are the Sixers, Nets, Bucks, and Heat. The Heat have clinched because their win-loss in the regular season against other teams in the playoff. And then the Hawks and the Knicks could slip into the playoff as well. I mean, there's just a lot of scenarios to play out. Also, the the Bulls are the only team that can move into that playoff uh, game or the play in game sorry so i mean it's like we were talking about the other day i think the wizards if they get into that play in game i think they're a hot team they could they could take care of about any team in the east right now not named ah that's controversial i think they can they can play well with any of the other teams in the eastern conference so you got the i just don't want the bulls in there i think they're they're a wash in the playing games. Celtics, Hornets, Pacers, Wizards are who should be in there. Uh, the Celtics lost Jalen Brown this week to a torn wrist. Uh, I don't know if it was a ligament. Probably a ligament in his wrist. He's done for the season. Celtics are skidding right now. Not playing their best ball. Celtics look good. I mean, the uh, Hornets look good the other night. Taking care of the Magic. They lost on Friday to... Uh, I forgot who it was. But then they looked good the other night. So, I mean, you got... You got the Eastern Conference starting to wrap up. I mean, there's only really one scenario, Bulls or not Bulls, that can move into that. Let's go in the Western Conference. You got the Jazz, uh, the Suns, Clippers, Nuggets, Trailblazers, Mavericks, top six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. You got the Lakers, Warriors, Grizzlies, and Spurs. And you got two teams out of the top ten, Pelicans and Kings, that can move into those play-in games. The only ones that have clinched for the top six is the Jazz, the Suns, the Clippers, the Nuggets, and the Blazers. And the, not not the Blazers, the Mavericks. Blazers could still slip back into that play-in game. And the only ones that have clinched for the play-in game are the Warriors and Grizzlies. So they're definitely being a play-in game. I think the the Lakers will move up this last week, getting LeBron and AD back. Um, It would be kind of funny to see the Lakers and Warriors play in that game to see... I mean, I'm a big Warriors guy, so i love to see Steph take on LeBron and AD and hopefully come out on top and just keep that Warriors team hot. Uh, the Spurs, I think they're going to be in it. It's going to be tough for the Pelicans and Kings to get into it. They have to win about every game this week to get into it. So, I mean, we'll see what's going on there. Jazz, Suns, Clippers, Nuggets are about the top four in this and then the Lakers, I guess, once they get their dudes back. Horton Tucker's playing well right now, and LeBron AD, like I said, is back. So, I mean, there's a thousand different things that can go on uh, in this playoffs. So, I mean, I just want to touch on Russell Westbrook right now. He's playing out of his mind, averaging a triple-double in the last two weeks, probably. I mean, he's, has, he's averaging on the season 11.6 assists win he's after i don't know what his points is averaging is but it's, it's over 20 he's averaging let's see here russell westbrook is averaging 11.6 assist a game 22 points a game and 11.6 he this man is averaging a triple double right now and i mean if the wizards it's all team-based mvp which is kind of weird but he's definitely having mvp numbers i think the mvp is going to be tough to tough to give to somebody uh not name Jokic personally. I think he's playing really well, and uh, he's leading that Nuggets team even without Jamal Murray. So I mean, and then and the league likes to give it to other guys. So we'll see where that goes. Um, the season leaders as we wrap it up: as Steph at the points thirty one point eight. Then you got uh, Westbrook leading the assist total at eleven point six, and then uh, the rebounding. Uh, where is the rebounding here? ESPN makes it tough sometimes. So your leading rebounder on the season is Clint Capella with fourteen point four a game, which is ridiculous. In that Atlanta squad, Rudy and then Balatona is behind him. So I mean, you you definitely got your top centers. I mean, one of the top centers up there, uh, leading leading the league in stats and stuff. So I mean, there's there's se- several things that could play out in this NBA season wrapping up so I mean you never know what happens so I mean this is a touch on the NBA I think we're going to do a big NBA episode next week so we'll see what we got there with Luke and Wes back on the show I'm sure there'll be a thousand topics we can talk about leading into playoffs who we think's going to win we might have Talbert back on next weekend to have our uh, season our playoff predictions like we did in the NFL he can be back on the NBA And Tob, if you're listening, uh, don't jump in any more rivers in Mexico and have to go to the hospital, bud. So, we'll move on to the MLB portion of this show. Now, I'm a big MLB guy. Luke and Wes aren't really that much of an MLB. I mean, they watch their favorite teams, but they don't watch the whole league like someone else on the show. So, we're going to talk about where the uh, where we're at in the league right now, so we got MLB has just finished up April into about the middle of May, so now is really about the time you can see like these teams are starting to get their shape and starting to see what they're actually going to do in this season. Can't really tell from the first month, but once you get into May, you can tell if a team's for for real or not. So we'll see. We'll see what we got going on here. So we're going to start off with the power rankings just to let you guys know who's good and who's not right now. We'll, st- we'll go with ESPNs right now because they update every week. And I think they're a little more accurate than MLBs. So, number one coming in is your Boston Red Sox. They're 22-15, and 15, top of the AL East. I mean, they're just a really hot team. They, they had a nine-game win streak in, the- in April, which really helped them get to the 22 wins. Uh, they haven't played too many Brilliant teams right now, but the teams are playing, they're playing—they're really, they're really driving the ball and scoring runs, and their pitching has been a nice surprise. As a Red Sox fan, and that was about the only concern—we knew their offense was great. That was about the only concern going into this Red Sox season. So you you got a solid core there in Devers, Rafael Devers, Xander Bogarts, and J.D. Martinez, and you got several good role players that are playing well right now. Kiki—he's on the—he's on the DL right now with some back problems, but he'll come back uh, sooner than later. Marwin is a new addition. This Marwin Gonzalez, sorry, I'm going to keep saying full names. He's a good addition to this team. I mean, he's been great defensively. And then you got, I mean, their pitching has been Nick Prevetta has come over from the Phillies last season. He's been brilliant, 5-0 and to start the season. So, I mean, the Red Sox were number two last week. They're number one this week. Hopefully they keep going and keep rolling in the AL East Number two, another surprise is your San Francisco Giants. They are at 22 and 14 as well. No one had them coming in this spot, even in May, within in the same same division as San Diego and uh, the Dodgers. So I mean, two brilliant teams over there in the NL West. So you got your uh, San Francisco Giants. I mean, their pitching has been stellar, and like no one expected them to be here. Uh, on top of the NL West right now. I mean, you got Brandon Belt, who's playing well, their first baseman. Buster Posey is having a nice comeback season um, out there, and their pitching has been unreal. I'm going to the uh, Giants pitching right now, just, just just to give you some stats right now. Kevin Gaussman has a 1.9 ERA, 3-0. and Anthony DeScafani has a 2.4 ERA, and then Logan Webb is their top three pitchers right now. They have been outstanding. As as starters, I know Logan Webb's two and three, but I mean, I mean he's he's a guy you've never really seen in the MLB or on really ever heard of. So I mean, to be a starter in this league is very tough. And he's he's given up less than forty hits. Gosman's given up twenty eight. D. Scalfani's given up twenty nine, and they all have close to forty innings pitched. So I mean, unreal pitching out there in San Francisco. That's what's definitely keeping them afloat. And you got good defense. Brandon Crawford is unreal on the defensive side, so he's been great. Um, let's see here. So, yeah, moving into the next team, you got the Chicago White Sox with their unreal pitching as well. I mean, the White Sox are on top of the AL Central. Not a real tough division. They're 20 and 13. That, I mean, you're going to play your division most of the year with Cleveland, Kansas City, Minnesota, and Detroit. I know Minnesota was a playoff team last year. They're twelve and twenty-one right now, so they're not they're not great at all. So you I mean you got you got the White Sox playing seventy-five percent of the games against divisional games. I mean they're gonna they're gonna come out on top there with their new uh, coach in Tony Larusa. So I mean you got the White Sox with their solid young core. I mean they're playing. They started off kind of you know skittish, but I mean sorry, I'm dealing with MLB's website right now. It's very frustrating. All right, so you got uh, the White Sox out there in the AL East. Oh, sorry, AL Central. So you got a Brayu. He started off slow last year's MVP in the AL. Uh, he's he's having a good season this year with seven home runs, twenty-eight RBIs, and he's batting two thirty-one right now. Not a great average, but I mean, he, like I said, he started off slow. So you got to give him a chance to get that back up. He is last year's MVP over there on the first base side. Yerman Mercedes, another good addition for the White Sox in their young core. He's been really great. He's knocked five over the fence, 20 home runs, and he's hitting three eighty one right now. He's the guy who started off the season with a hit in every single bat. I can't remember how many it was in a row. It might have been nine, nine for nine, I'm not sure. But he started off very hot, and he's still playing really well for the White Sox then you got the guy down there Tim Anderson at shortstop he's been unreal this season he's batting 301 ooh sorry i'm watching juventus play sasu whatever their italian name is they just took a two nothing lead Ronaldo has scored both goals nope he scored one goal baby sorry back to tim anderson he's batting 301 anything above 300 is tremendous so you got uh tim anderson four home runs 13 RBIs 1301 I mean, 301 average. His uh, OPS 70, 74. And, I mean, he's just he's knocking the crap out of the ball right now. Eaton, Grandal, and Moncada are the other top six batters. Grandal, he's not having a great season, but he comes he comes through in big times. He'll knock you run in when you need a run, and he's an unreal catcher. And the Moncada, the guy from the Red Sox, traded for in the Chris Sale trade. He has three home runs, 19 RBIs, and he's batting 254. So I mean, you got some guys down there getting it done, and also their pitching has been really well. I mean, the young guy Dylan Cease has been really good. He's he's two and 2.8 ERA. He's only given twenty. He's only given up twenty seven hits and forty seven strikeouts, and he's got a WHIP of one twenty five. I mean, that's very good. And you got Dallas Keuchel, three seven nine, one and one. 32 uh, hits given up, and then 17 strikeouts. Not great, but his whip is 1.21, which is phenomenal. And then Leto. not having a great season, but he'll he'll pick it back up. So, I'm only going to go through the top 10 power rankings, then I'll just go over the standings, and then your uh, stat leaders. So, I mean, it's not going to be like this the whole episode. I just want to give you an update on what teams are actually like really good right now if you don't watch what guys you need to watch, and then just stuff like that. And then coming in at number four, you got your San Diego Padres, the face of... the Whoa, that was weird. The face of baseball, Fernando Tatis. They are second in their division, 20 and 16, only two games back of the Giants. And, I mean, what can I say about the Padres? They are a very, very exciting team to watch with Tatis over there. I mean, you got... You Darvish on the on the bump, throwing the crap out of the ball. I got him on my fantasy team, so I try to start him as much as I can. Tatis was injured. He's still number one on the team in home runs at nine. He has nine home runs, fourteen RBIs. He's batting two forty right now with an OPS at eight, six, seven. I mean, he's having he's having his kind of year already. It's May. I mean, he's gonna lead this team in every every hitting category. And then you got the tremendous young outfitter, Trent Grisham. He has five home runs, eleven RBIs. He's batting 288 with the OPS of 868. Again, the Padres lost Tatis to a weird, a weird shoulder thing, but he's back now. Machado, Hosmer, Will Myers, Cronenworth are also hitting really well. But I mean, the Padres added a Cy Young winner in this in this off in Blake Snell, and then you got Yu Darvish. Oh, why do they take me back to the White Sox? Anyways, you got you, Darvish, back. Darvish, Musgrove. I mean, let's, Musgrove's had the no-hitter early in the season. Homegrown guy from San Diego. No, from Texas. Sorry, he had it in Texas. Darvish, 2.2 ERA, 3-1. Only giving up 30 hits, 58 strikeouts. So, I mean, the Padres, are, they're going to be there in the end. Somewhere, whether it's in the ALDS, ALCS, they're going to be in the playoffs. The, fit, the fifth power rank team is your Oakland Athletics. They are top of their division in the AL West at twenty-two and fifteen over Houston, who is another good team. But you got you got Oakland. They, uh, I believe, they won nine or, or eleven straight to get them where they are now. So I mean, you got your your Oakland Athletics coming in at number five on this season. Another great team, just a, a solid core that's been together for a while. Sean Manaya, Chris, ba- Chris Bassett threw an excellent game against the Red Sox last night. So, I mean, if you don't know these A's hitters, the top hitters are Ramon Laureano, Matt Olson, and you got Mark Canna, Matt Chapman, Mitch Moreland coming over from the Red Sox, Sean Murphy, and Jed Lowry's having a really good season. Uh, Your switch hitter, second baseman, so, I mean... Your home runs leaders are Matt Olson, Loriao, fifteen RBIs, twenty one RBIs, both batting over two fifty, except Loriao is two forty four, but their OPSs are both over eight hundred. So I mean, just two great, two great players leading that team, getting to where they are in fifth in the power rankings. And then I'll just run through six through ten. Six is the Cardinals. <coughs> they were fifteenth last week, so they've been on a surge this past week. Cardinals, Dodgers, I... I want to spend some time here on the Dodgers. The Dodgers are about 500 right now. 19 and 17. Uh they've they've lost. I got to look at it. I think they've lost. Let's see. Um their last I'm Trying to see their last 10. Last 10 they're 3 and 7. But I think out oh, their last 17 they're like I can't remember they're like they've only won they're like 3 and 14. It's really bad. But I mean, I don't they're just not hitting the ball right now. That's the only thing I can say about the Dodgers. They only have one guy over 300 and it's it's jo- Justin Turner. Chris Taylor's second, not your one of your main guys. Corey Seager 272, Mookie Betts 261, Will Smith 242. So I mean, Bellinger's nowhere to be seen right now. Uh, I believe he is on the DL. He hasn't played that many games. Uh, Turner, Muncy, Betts, Pollock, Seeger, Taylor are your top guys in the home run categories. So I mean, that I wouldn't, I wouldn't count out the Dodgers in this in this season. Uh, they're going to be back there up the top. They could be power rank one in the next month. You never know. Coming in at eighth is your New York Yankees. Nine, the Toronto Blue Jays, and ten, the Astros. So, I mean, those those switch about every week. Blue Jays were 13th last week. So, if you just win, put together a couple games, you're going to move up in the rankings. Uh, let's go over the, the MLB standings. So, in your AL East, you got the Red Sox on top. Second, two games back is the Yankees. Two and a half back is Toronto. Three back is Tampa Bay. Six is Baltimore. Yankees started off slow. They definitely... Are getting back up there now, so I mean, I don't, I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. Now that they got Giancarlo on a roll, and then their pitching has actually been pretty good, which is very surprising. So moving on to the AL Central, like we said, Chicago White Sox are on top. You got your Cleveland Indians, sorry, Cleveland Baseball Team, whatever they're gonna be. One game back, Kansas City Royals, two and a half back, Minnesota. A real sorry performance this season. They're eight games back in Detroit. Probably the worst team in baseball. Ten games back already. A.O. AL West. You got the Oakland Athletics, twenty-two and fifteen on top. Houston only two and a half back. And then you got Seattle, three and a half back. Texas four and a half back. And then your L.A. Angels five back. So you're still a pretty tight race over there in the A.L. West. We'll see where that comes about in the next uh, coming days. The NL East, which is probably the most, I don't know, it's one of them, probably one of the most competitive divisions this year in baseball. You got the Mets on top, uh, 18 and 13, which is probably the worst, uh, 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 yeah, it is the worst divisional leader. You got the Phillies a game and a half back, Atlanta three games back, Miami five games back, Washington five games back. So, another very close division. NL Central, you got St. Louis, like I said. They're 12 and 8 at home, 10 and 6 away. In their last 10, they're 8 and 2 on top. Milwaukee Brewers, Mission Christian Yelich, right now dealing with some back problems. He's on the DL. Tried to come back, wasn't feeling right, so he's back on the DL. Hopefully, he gets back one of my favorite players. And you got the Brewers three games back. Chicago Cubs, four and a half back. Cincinnati had their hot start. They're falling off, not hitting the ball like they used to. Four and a half back, Pittsburgh six and a half back, probably the other worst team in the league. And then, our last division, we got San Francisco on top of the NL West 22 and 14, six and four in their last 10. Then you got San Diego at 20 and 16, LA Dodgers all San Diego's two games back, Dodgers three games back, Arizona five games back, and Colorado already nine and a half back. So, that's where we're at on May 12th of the MLB season i like to go over a couple of um, the stat leaders on the season. I know we might have said it at one or two when we were going over teams, but your home run leader on the season is Ronald Acuna out of Atlanta. He has 11 on the year, 23 RBIs, and he's hitting 311 this season with a 1.063, 1,063 OPS, which is insane. Definitely having quite an MVP season over there. Braves just need to help him out a little bit to get him on top, which would really be nice in Acuna's MVP. Um, I don't know the word but I'm trying to look for. MVP case. Then you got Mitch Haniger of Seattle at 10 with 27 RBIs, batting 265, 860 OPS. JD Martinez at 10. Otani. Ten, Jose Ramirez at ten. So it's a three-way tie for ten. I mean, those are your top home run guys, and the only guys with double-digit home runs on the season. Otani is playing; he's having an MVP season over there for the AL over there in LA. So I mean, just keep your eye on him. He's playing really well. Um, let's see here. Let's go with the top average guys. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure if. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know if it would put together guys that had like one or one at bat or not. So you got Yerman Mercedes, like I said, batting 381. He's out of Chicago, like I said. 381 on the season. Jesse Winker, 369. Mike Trout, 355. Jordan Alvarez at 342. And then Xander Bogarts at 341. He's had two rough games back to back, but he's still up there on this season's average. Let's go to some pitching right now. So your ERA leaders, I mean, there's no no guessing that one. It's Jacob DeGrom at .68. 40 innings pitched. 65 strikeouts. His whip is .60. So, I mean, that's unreal. He's 3-2. and two. Mets need some help. You know, he needs help from his batters. He gets no run support. And then uh, second, John Means out of Baltimore. Throwing no-hitter the other night. Um... I forgot who it was against. I would know. I would know. I watched it. I can't remember. 1.2 ERA. 4-0 on the season. Probably uh, probably 4 of 8 of Baltimore's wins it feels like. 52 innings pitched. 53 strikeouts and a .7 whip. Danny Duffy out of the Royals. 1.26. Garrett Cole. Quiet but very good season at 4-1. uh, 1.6 ERA. He has a .72 whip. And then Brandon Woodruff, two and one on the season, one point seven ERA, 0.77 WHIP, and then fifty one strikeouts. So this is your top five pitchers on the season right now, according to ERA. Uh, that's really what people go on. It's not wins and losses. That's what will be uh, given to in Cy Young is wins and losses and stuff like that. But ERA is the really the stat you want to watch out for in uh, this MLB pitching season. So baseball is having a very exciting year in 2021. After their no fans bubbled playoffs after last season, they finally get 162 in this season, full summer of baseball. So I'm very excited. Not much to really harp on to, except the standing stats, and just go out and watch the games. Watch the Red Sox, see how good they are, and just watch, watch how, uh, watch how this team comes. On the field and just dominates in every category like they weren't supposed to go out there and watch the Dodgers Just watch watch the good teams and really get into baseball and study study these good players watch Mookie Betts and watch how good He is on the field. Um, I want to talk about this dynasty sleeper league. We're in to will help get some people into this league So it's okay. Listen here blogs sleeper league is 10 team PPR league So, if you've never played Dynasty before, you draft one time. You draft every year, but it's one-time all-player draft. So, you draft your team. You draft your quarterback, running backs, receivers. You draft them for the future, right? So, you have this team all season. And then, let's say, playoffs happen, you win. So, you, you would draft last in the rookie draft coming up. Rookie draft is where you draft the rookies from this upcoming uh, NFL draft and it's normally three rounds and you just draft rookies and you have the same people on your team every year it's like an NFL roster you're just adding what you need to your roster from these rookies now it's not really what you need it's just the best guys and best potential available so uh, the I mean the clear number one pick this year is probably Najee Harris because he's going to go in as a day one back Kyle Pitts is a very good option. Michael Carter is a very good option. If you need quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, it's a very good option. So I mean, what you need in the draft is what you get. Dynasty, you could trade future picks onto uh trades. You can trade uh with three with three people, three way trade. You could trade future picks up to now 2024. I mean, I made a trade the other day just for a second round, a second round pick to West for Tyler Boyd. He didn't need him. I need receiver depth. Easy trade. I had two second rounders. So right now, in this league, it's 116 days to the draft. We have four spots, twenty five dollars per spot. Come in here, draft your team. See if you can take on us in the dynasty realm. I bet you can't. But hey, we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to have a lot of fun in this league. It's going to be very competitive. And then moving on to our future schedule as a podcast. I know it's been kind of thrown together the past couple weeks. It's just been a busy schedule for all of us. Wes dealing with graduation. Luke dealing with basketball. Me being busy at work. And then next week's episode is just going to be a really good NBA pre-playoff. Ah, that's bad playoff predictions episode. We're going to take deep dives in the teams, really think who we're going to come out in these playoff matchups, and just give you a really good episode that week. We're going to come out with some extra content soon, two episodes a week, one extra one. Not on what we're going to talk about Friday, but maybe just some off-podcast stuff, like what we actually talk about, and just not have it planned, but like talk about other things in sports sometimes, like uh, like random would you rather questions like we did the other day or like certain topics i mean we're trying to grow this thing we need your guys help we can't we can't do it us three to our loan we need our heating up community to help us i know we got a good support system and then i mean we're just going to take off here it's been a, it's been a great start so far we've really enjoyed it we're going to take off from here another good episode next week like i said nba predictions and then we're going to try to get Seven people for the next week for an NFL fantasy football mock draft, okay, on Sleeper. Sleeper is the best fantasy football app out there. If you're not on it, switch from ESPN to Sleeper this season. You won't regret it. We're going to try to get seven people. If you want to be in our mock draft, please DM the account. DM me or DM Luke or DM Wes. We'll get you a spot. We'll go ahead and start planning this thing. We're going to make it a Zoom call, a fun episode, and it's just going to be a really enjoyable time. So, moving on from that, I know it's a lot of talking. You're probably tired of listening to me talk for thirty minutes straight. We don't have guess that player this week because I would know the player. I just want to shout out, uh, shout out Street Juice again. Shout out. Okay, listen here. Shout out uh, MLB for coming back and let me watch the Sox every night. And just shout out, shout out you guys, the listeners, for reposting our stuff, giving us all the support we can need. We need. And just help us blow this thing up. And uh, no quote. That's Luke's thing. I'm going to let him handle that. My quote would be, thank you guys for letting us do what we do. And letting us try to grow this thing. I know it was tough for me to get through this thing by myself. Because I like arguing with people. But it's just me this week. So, hey guys. Hopefully this won't happen again. Hopefully you'll get to hear Luke and Wes next week. Instead of just my running mouth. So, hey. I appreciate it. If you have any questions, let us know. We'll answer them, and then we'll get we'll get this ball rolling. This summer is gonna be big for us. We're gonna. I, I'm not gonna end right here. I'm gonna keep going. We're trying to. We're gonna start a, maybe a vlog this week of stuff we do during the summer, like sporting events we may go to, stuff we do outside, uh, some basketball tournaments we might have. So I mean, it's we've got plans. We're not fading out. So trust me, we're gonna blow this thing up. All right, episode 25. With your best co-host, AG.
1: I'm out right I've been saving my guilty, saving no side. Put out my clock, but I put up a stick. Don't get any hating, shit. Don't want some gathered. My people proud, I'm really the git. Don't have to test me. I don't like the wave when I swear I'm impatient. I don't like to sit. I made a way for you, little bit in it. I wish you would pay me for you yeah, they got is out it I told him to mend it. I don't gotta tell you, somebody gon' sell it. Bro, gon' keep it solid, I know you won't tell it. Grew up in the streets, I ain't never saw that.